Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's scruffy-looking? You might wanna buckle up, baby. I just assumed it's a woman. Ladies, gentlemen, droids, and people, here we are, Scruffy Looking Podcasters, episode number 6868. We're one away from the big one, folks. We'll let you know when we get there. Yeah, baby. Today is April 29th, 2019. Again, we are the Scruffy Looking Podcasters with episode number 68. I am your host, Jimmy Dice. And to my digital left, we have our buddy, Mr. Ed Bosshart. What's up, buddy? That's me. What is going on? And over to my digital right, on the screen, figuratively and literally, on the right, Mr. Kev Garbett. What's up, buddy? That's me. Excellent. Excellent. We're is that here. our intro now? Is that our intro now? Just that's say it. that's me. That's just me. Pre-re- just pre-record the whole thing. That's me. Something new that's every me. week. Yeah. Right. That's a wrap, I might, I might, Next week, I might go, that's not me. That's not me. <laughs> it's somebody else. And then everybody will applaud and go, thank God. God, here. I'm like, ex- for that. Guys, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk some wars. Take it away. Yeah. Uh, what All else? kinds of wars. Star Wars and other kinds of medieval, f- magical, <laughs> fantasy wars. So, you can send us an email. Scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook. Check us out on Facebook. A lot of... Since uh, Celebration, it is facebook.com slash scruffypodcasters. You can follow us on Twitter at Scruffy Podcast. You can follow myself, James at Hebert two zero seven. Ed is at Scruffy Ed B. Kev at KPG one nine seven four. Leave us some reviews on iTunes. Send us in some emails. As I always say, or don't. If you think we suck, then just don't even do anything. But keep listening. By the way, keep listening. So we're gonna go uh, right into our week in Star Wars. Uh, so Ed, why don't you start? Take us away. How's your week in Star Wars been? Been and upcoming. What's going on? Ooh, I like how you said upcoming because that's Earth. definitely part of it. Uh, so, update on my man cave. I, I framed some some more stuff that I got at Celebration and more. Some artwork. I put in some frames that I'm planning to put up in here. And I put up... Did I mention last time I put up the movie posters? From uh, mm-hmm. episode one through eight. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. up and Rogue One. I, I got in the poster for Solo, so I'm going to put that up too. I have it framed nice. right now. Uh, I the have right a, size. The right size. Oh, the right time. size. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a spot <laughs> reserved for nine. So nice. Really good. Uh, what else? I I read a comic. <laughs> You read well, a well comic. Well done, you. Well done, you. Ooh, it's kind of, you. 
It was the special comic from Age of Rebellion, I believe. Age of Republic. No, Rebellion. Oh, the Rebellion. Oh. Yeah. So it involved Yoda, <laughs> which nice. I will say was awesome if you like Force lore and, you know, the Jedi <clears throat> stuff. It's a really good one. IG-88. Oh, no, IG-11. Yeah, no. This one was actually IG-88, and it made him, like, more relevant. It was, it was really cool. It showed how smart he is, how, how he worked as a bounty hunter. Um, it also made his ship canon, I believe. I'm not sure it was canon Ooh. before this, but you know that ship he has in the EU? Has those, like, claw-like things coming forward and around it? Yeah, yeah. From is, Empire, uh, Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire, yeah. Yeah. It is now canon, boys. Nice. Um, I don't remember what it's called. Do you guys? I don't. I don't remember. But anyway, yeah, keep going. The more ridiculous part of this comic, and I almost want to tell everybody to buy it just for this. But I'm already buying it now. The last part of it is a story about Jack Porkins and Biggs Darklighter going on vacation, and it is so ridiculous. Like, every page, every frame, I was like, how can this get more stupid? <laughs> like, they go onto this planet that's, like, all these weird rainbow colors, and and they... they <laughs> I can't even... The, the artistry is, like, kind of comedic also, because it's the way they Are make them... Are you sure you didn't dream this, or you? Um, it, it's, you know, I was or fantasize. Our, our our comic guy Andy, who's will be on, I hope, in the next episode <clears> or two. I was at his place kegging beer over the weekend, and he showed me this comic. That's why. So, it's <laughs> he's like, you're not going to believe it because we we were talking about the Vader comic, yeah, the most yeah recent yeah. one. Yeah. It's kind of like a fanfic, and. Um, He's like, this is more ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, you guys should so all read it and f- find out for yourselves. I don't want to speak. You know what? I'm already there. I'm already like, <laughs> you know what? You were going like, you were, you were going to like, I've just read, I've just got this comic and there's this brilliant bit about Yoda and it's all about the Force Law. And I'm like, right, okay. There's IG-88 this ship. I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. And then you're like, it's Porkins and fucking bigs on holiday with like what's it? I'm like I'm buying that right now <laughs> that was like that's what sold that to me not not that other bullshit of Yoda and the force and IG88 I'm just like right let's 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 have a comic about two two people they, going on they holiday. are just to give you an idea they are running around this planet in their underwear I mean Biggs has <laughs> Biggs has like whitey tidies on but they're not white they're orange <laughs> And Jack Porkins has a wife. You're bullshitting, aren't you? You're Jack, making this up. Like, apologies for the name, but Jack Porkins has a wife beater on and <laughs> boxers and Jesus. boots. And they're just, like, going around this <laughs> it's, so, it's so bad yet funny at the same time. I'm just imagining John Candy like that, and it's oh, just not he would totally. Oh, that would be that. amazing. <laughs> the late, great John Candy. You guys want any shower curtain rings? I got to have some shower curtain rings. I'm trying to do a fundraise for the rebellion. Is your problem, you insensitive asshole? Yeah. Oh, by the way, the name of IG88 ship is the IG2000. Ooh, okay. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank it's, you, sir. It's made made by droids for droids. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right. 
So that's kind of an are you kidding me, but that comic <coughs> is funny, and uh, thank you, Andy, for letting me read that, finding out how awesome that comic is, if you will. That's well, my you know week. what? I'm going online now and ordering that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pause me off for a second. Just, uh... So yeah, that's my week, guys. How about you guys? Uh, Kev, what do you got? Oh, I can't. I can't. Possibly oh. top, I can't top that comic thing, there, can I? Jesus. So, uh, not a lot, to be honest. Um, I went to a. Um, I posted something on Twitter about this as well, and I showed you guys. I went to like a an exhibition today. I don't know if you remember. I bought a Star Wars art piece uh, last year uh, by Robert Bailey. His name is who's like a Star Wars artist who George Lucas commissioned to do some work for the Star Wars Visions book. And I got a phone call saying, we've got like a little another exhibition. Do you want to come down and have a look? So I'm like, uh, well, I've got fuck all money. I literally, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, she's like the girl talking to me. And she's like, uh, uh, Tasha, her name is by the way. And she's like, oh, we've got some new prints in. Do you want to come down? And I'm like, I've, I've just come back from Chicago. I haven't got a pot to piss in. I haven't got nothing now. I've got no money. She's like, come down, have a look. And, They've got these pieces there, but like the main centerpiece there is this. I, I, I can't even remember the size. It's probably two by four feet. I think it is. It's huge, mm. and it's like an Empire Strikes Back um, sort of pencil drawing. It, I think it looks amazing, Ed. You you kind of thought it looked amazing, and now and now your brain's gone. That fucking shite. It's like, <laughs> nah, it's like right. not that bad. <laughs> But I was like, wait, I, yeah, 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 and uh, and then next to it was the price, and it was like, oh, it's just like, and it's fifteen thousand pound for this one art piece. Fuck, I'm like, oh Jesus. Um, so, are you yeah, kidding my, me? <laughs> my, my, my house is now on the market, and I go to, and I'm now going to. Um, Sleep I'm do on like, a portrait. I'm going to sleep on a, on a poster, <laughs> just like we did on Orlando. Dear like God. We, that's now my house. So, uh, <laughs> But apparently, as well, he is taking like, some commissions. So he, he's basically taking, like, if you want a particular picture or something drawing, he'll do it for you. So I've got to go back on Friday of this week and see what that's going to cost, because I'm quite interested in that. Like, from any of the Star Wars films, he'll draw... Like your favorite scene, and we'll just like talk make... to Chris. Chris, I've, I've already like done that. that. Yeah, I've, I've already. We, we already know what what I've got to do. I'm just saying. I don't know. There may be like ten quid and sexual favors involved in this, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'll go along with that if it if it saves me a bit of money. I don't. I really don't care. I'm, I'm happy. To... Oh dear God. <laughs> Just, just, just close your eyes and pretend you're skiing. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good point. Uh, so, other than that, oh, I did get. Um, actually, my friend Gemma got me when she went to America a couple of months ago. She got me the Princess Leia Bespin Escape Black series, and she's had it at her house, and she's finally mailed it to me. So awesome! And I got that. So I've got. Um, that can go with my hand solo best in black series as well. So nice. another black series this week. So that's me. That's it. That's all. I've been pretty quiet because it's just 
we're still on the celebration come down so um mm. yeah i've not kind of bought anything else but uh yeah honestly check out some of these the pencil things on online that robert bailey's name is and there's some stunning artwork some great stuff so but that's all i've done so nice jimmy jimmy about you jimmy 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 uh well i uh, continuing to work on my um on my office obviously uh and i mentioned last week i started rereading uh the mandalorian mandalorian um remember the old novels the boba fett novels Ugh, way back in the day uh it's the bounty hunter wars book one it's called mandalorian armor and i started rewriting rereading that uh trying to see if there's some maybe some things that they pulled from here to be used in the mandalorian uh stay tuned nothing super like revealing yet of like oh man they totally pulled this from here but we'll see i mean already like you said ed back to what you were saying about ig88 them using ig2000 his ship um obviously something pulled directly from the eu uh it's kind of cool seeing that i mean i think uh again the more and more i see it them retconning the whole thing and just kind of sliding it off into this bullshit legends category is uh it's probably for the best because then they can kind of pick and choose stuff from the eu to bring back and that'll help keep the fan base from going ape shit on them when they rewrite stuff <clears throat> But um, I'll talk a little bit about the future, though, because I know we've got a few week, our week in Star Wars. But Ed and I are going to a special four-course May the 4th Be With You dinner in Portland, Portland, Maine, this Saturday night on May the 4th. Uh, this will be my fourth time doing it, Ed, your second time. Mm-hmm. And this is the fifth year that they've been running it. Um, they published it in the paper. Third. might be my third. Could be a third. Like. Could be, I think it might be a second, <laughs> second or third. And this is Elena and I is my four, our fourth time doing it. This a uh, little local restaurant in the city of Portland, amazing restaurant. These two owners who opened up another restaurant called Cheval, um, just sort of a, a very, very, very awesome food that they're preparing there. They do a special uh, May the Fourth be with you dinner, and it's a small, it's a small limited, uh, limited seating. Um, uh, evening because the, the restaurant is physically small itself and uh, so you go and you put your name on the reservation list and what they do is they drop this huge drape behind the bar turn all the tables so you're oriented facing the bar and um, they'll play one of the uh, one of the latest movies which is pretty awesome and then they'll serve they'll serve dinner and I know, I know we talked about this before last year but I'll talk about it again um so they'll have on the menu, they'll have dewback ribs, um, they'll have uh, tauntaun sausage, uh, they'll have some alcoholic drinks like the Vaderade or a Yoda soda or the Canto Bite mixer or, you know, so they'll have some really cool things like that. Um, that's really awesome. I'm really looking forward to what they're doing today. We're trying to score an interview with these guys. I sent them a message on Facebook Messenger, but I don't think they check it very often because um, they yeah, don't. That's what uh, it is. I saw. Well, I saw that. I saw that the little button didn't run. Like, because it said the read, return, read receipt thing on it. That shows that they've read it. They haven't read it yet. So I might just give them a call and be like, "Hey, can uh, can the scruffy looking podcasters an A grade, top of the line, very popular podcast in the world right now talk to you just for three minutes in our what everybody's in our head. What everybody's to- what everybody's talking about? Yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah. if you if you say it. 
And if you can believe it, then it's real. So uh, that's what's going to be going on this Saturday. So we'll have a recap next Monday, which is going to be really awesome. I can't wait to see what they got. Um, I'll be rocking the SLP shirt. Thanks to our friend Christine. As going to be rocking his Jedi Master Rose. Both of us will be rocking lightsabers. I think I'm going to wear it. What do you guys think? Do I, show, I wear think, that yeah. or the yeah. Our shirt? Yeah. I mean, I got the shirt, so we can have the shirt covered, but you can undo the shirt or the Jedi robes, man. Either way, you can do whatever your heart My desires. wife's going to be like, I don't want to show up there with, like, with you like that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Wait, is, she, is she not dressing up, then? No. She'll wear a Star no. Wars shirt. But. Uh, yeah, yeah. Elena will wear a Star Wars She'll wear a Star Wars shirt, too. She'll have the um, a Game of Thrones shirt. Mm-hmm. That had caught me last year, uh, or last year, a few months ago. Uh, so El- Elena will wear that, and she also has these cool little Stormtrooper earrings that I got her while I was at Celebration. So we'll be all Star Wars out and uh, ready for battle. And per usual, I will take a copy of the recipe of the menu home with me so we can tell you all what we ate, what are the cool things they had, because uh, I could never forget off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, it should be really cool. Super psyched for that. So yeah, that's pretty much my week in Star Wars. Um, well, where, just, where, just was my, where, where was my invite? I was just gonna say, just so <laughs> the avid listeners, scruffy listeners, who've who've listened to us going way back, know we've talked about this event before, and we've talked mm-hmm. about you know the food that's there, and it changes every year. Am I right? It does. Yeah. It does. Like and, one or two of the drinks might re- might remain the same because they're yeah. just that damn good. Yeah, and they pour them in those vintage Empire Strikes Back glasses, or yeah, well they're they're all they're all from all of so the yeah. Thanks for reminding me. It's so these are from um, mid '80s. Burger King came out with these vintage. Well, now they're vintage, but glassware representing all of at the time original trilogy movies or at the time the star wars trilogy movies so the stuff from a new hope uh, empire strikes back return of the jedi i bought two when i was at celebration last year of these burger king burger king glasses it's with a uh, han solo uh, excuse me with lando and leia and darth vader on bespin cloud city and um the other one i have is uh 3po and r2 on endor and that's elena's glass yeah <clears throat> so um, the, uh, yeah it should be a good time sweet oh it looks amazing I know you've put the stuff on before so um, <clears throat> did you dress up last year James I'm sure you dressed uh, up I did I did I, I went yeah. with my Kylo Ren outfit yeah what's Elena and Ewok uh, she was well she brought her oh, like- Ewok she wore, she wore her Yubnub shirt from um, that we got from the Star Wars podcast the Sea Wars podcasting event down in Orlando remember that the Yubnub shirt yep and uh, so she had that, plus her, at the time, new earrings that I got her from Celebration. And uh, she wore her uh, Ewok uh, hat and brought her staff. Ah, that was it. That was yeah. it. She didn't, go yeah. full, she didn't go full Ewok. Well, she yeah. should have. She should this time. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, fuck no. <clears throat> the, the material so- she made out of the Ewok thing, like, just shedded. Oh. Anything else, James, from your week? Nah, man, that's, that's it. Alrighty, so let's jump into my "Are You Kidding Me?" Speaking of Ewoks, what a great Ooh, anyone would think that we were making this up as we go along. It's like this. it's like I knew what you were going to say without knowing it. <laughs> exactly, that's why we are a podcast of awesome. <clears throat> Heard, not really. Damn. Heard, Heard um, and seen. So <clears throat> this goes back to when I was doing research. <clears throat> research, I mean watching 
Caravan of Courage and Battle of Endor because I wanted to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again. In a more, like, current state and not when I was a child. <laughs> so I'm rewatching it and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, like, look up this Endor stuff because is that Endor in that episode 9 trailer? Right? Oh, that's a herd. Right? So I looked up and there's actually, you know, I mentioned this last episode that there's different environments on the forest moon of endor you got desert you got plains you got grass everything we saw in the trailer could be on endor so in the process the forest moon yes in the forest moon forest forest but not really a lot of forest moon yes mostly forest forest the forest moon with a bit of water, moon of Endor. We'll call it mostly forest moon of Endor <laughs> with, with some grass and cliffs and, and ocean and stuff. And a giant piece of Death Star. <laughs> that wasn't completely vaporized when it exploded, according to all movies. But go on. Is that and canon now? Have we made that canon? I mean, those movies, I think, might be canon, aren't they? Yeah, they're movies. Yeah. I think technically they are, aren't they? Yeah, I think I think it's kind of like it's kind of like the holiday special. It's like when yeah. they just kind of yeah, they kind of. Uh, well, you think little. about you think about the species encountered in those two movies, like those little fairies <laughs> that like fly around. You might those wispies, if you will. Yeah, they might. Yeah. You might see those in episode nine. You never know. You might never know. Oh God! Um, oh, God. oh hey, God! I'm not ruling it out. Uh, <laughs> so, upon doing my research. This comes from uh, Wikipedia, but they got it from Absolutely Everything You Need to Know book, which I actually have (laughs) and didn't remember this. But anyway, off-world raiders occasionally came to Endor to hunt the native Ewok population. Why didn't they succeed and get them all? Right? (laughs) It's like like tribbles. Who Who would go to... Who would go to a planet and hunt these, like, teddy bears? That's really sad. Exactly, Ed. Teddy bears. You know why they did that? I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to answer the question why. To make Ewok jerky. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Ewok jerky, and then you you can stuff the skins with teddy bears. Why would you not? This is literally a thing, which is, it says was, but is a popular snack across the Outer Rim. Ewok jerky. (laughs) Huh. And that's canon? I really do hope they serve that to you on your May the 4th dinner next week. (laughs) I hope you get some, like, this is uh, Ewok jerky, lads. Come on, get it down. Get it down. Can you believe that? Jesus. I read that and I was like, this is fucking crazy. That's just stupid, though, Ewok jerky, isn't it? That's just like, you can understand them like, <laughs> you know, the meat on it or something. It's too you know? chewy. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. <laughs> uh, that's like, that's like, like, think about it. Ewoks are those cute teddy bears. That's like taking a cute dog and making jerky and like... And make... fucking Ewoks aren't cute. They're horrible things. Well, I mean, they're like teddy bear looking, right? <laughs> they're cute. They just eat humans. Seriously, look at some of their faces in Return of the Jedi. They're evil, fucking pure evil little. Oh, 
They just have a way. They just have a way with primitive weaponry <laughs> to be and able to, to penetrate to, armor. To prove, to prove their evilness, they're fucking dining on imperial officers right at the end just to show how evil they are. They're just oh, they're evil, horrible. <laughs> well, yeah. they're so evil. Maybe we'll see some in episode nine, and maybe, maybe they might. Be a little obstacle that Ray has to go through to find out whatever she's looking for. Who knows what? But anyway, speaking of Ray, James. Yes, you have a thingy. We we I uh, do. we hinted at this. Uh, I talked a little bit about this last episode, right? Yeah, the music. we did. Yeah, yeah. So when when uh, Mr. Johnny Grasso at Rogue One Johnny came on last week um, from the Rogue One podcast for winners. We talked about sort of, you know, everyone's looking at different scenes and all the movies and trying to glean some kind of insight about Ray's parentage. And uh, one thing that a lot of people overlook sometimes is the music, like the whole scoring of it, you know? Like a lot of times you'll see that the soundtrack is released before the movie and then all of a sudden this shit's spoiled when you have a track that says, you know, Qui-Gon's Noble End or something like that. (laughs) I was like, oh shit, well... He ain't laughing. Uh, that was spoiler Kev, alert. Kev. You you encountered that, right? I did indeed. Yeah, that was, I couldn't yeah, believe it. Isn't that couldn't isn't that awful? It, yeah. That's just awful. So, um, with that with that being said, you know, similarly, I'll say back to because we'll touch upon this later. Game of Thrones previous season or maybe two seasons ago when they released the soundtrack, like as episode one came out, everyone's just like, oh yeah. This is how the entire season's going to go. They fucked up. So coming back to here, there's a big, big talks about Ray's parentage, her lineage, like who she is, where she's from, what she's doing, and I, you, you, you sort of very quickly get a response or an answer to that from Kylo Ren after he kills Snoke, and they duel the Praetorian Guard and kick their ass and everything else, but. The whole theme throughout there just doesn't change. Like the the dynamic of the music maintains the same. This like mezzo piano, very subtle, insidious theme, which is the first order slash Kylo Ren theme. Like he is insidious. He is like trying. You know, basically the Sith are lies and deceit, and you know, sneak your way into power and things like that. That's what Kylo's doing. He's trying to persuade her to join join him. Not necessarily, not necessarily join the dark side, but just to join him. And so he's saying whatever he can do to make her make her believe him. So this first clip right here, uh, we got two clips. One is the Luke, I am your father reveal. And next is the Ray and Kylo uh, interaction. So maybe... What should we do first? Should we do the classic Vader well, Luke first? Well, first, or should tell, we do the- uh, tell the listeners what they should be listening for. Like the what you say? What they should be listening for? Like tell the listeners what they should. Okay, listen. so yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So when you're listening to this music, uh, and you know, 
kind of keep the kind of keep the the vo- the acting in the background as just sort of a placeholder but listen to how the music changes when the big reveal is made Luke I am your father and it's just like that realization that dawns on him as just like no! that whole thing like really listen you'll see the music gets a little bit not necessarily louder which isn't a prerequisite for it but the music changes the sort of this this realization this resolution to it or this sort of you know it, it's a change it's a notable noticeable change you'll hear it in empire strikes back from the scene that will play and you won't hear it from the last jedi so let's start with uh let's start with the classic let's start with empire strikes back let's right. listen to that from minute one zero nine all right here we go There's no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Luke, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. Here it is. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Yeah. With the timpanies to lead into it. Right? Alright, you can cut it. Search your feelings, you uh, so you can see right there, it's like there's that timpani crescendo, you go into the Imperial March, which is Vader's theme. Uh, and it's just a it's not like the standard like uh, Imperial March. It's a very slowed down, very thoughtful version of that. Yeah, like a and solo. Exactly. It's it's a big change. That's like boom. That's a climactic moment in this movie right here. That reveal is huge. Yep. Now let's go to the Last Jedi and let's play this scene. This we'll play this entire scene. Uh, this clip is only like a minute and a half long, so we'll we'll lead right into it. You alright, Kev? Yeah. He's on. <laughs> Kev's unboxing over there. I am actually. Go on. <laughs> we'll talk I'm about listening. that after this. We'll talk about that after this. <clears throat> fleet! Order them to stop firing. There's still time to save the fleet. <clears throat> Pen? It's time to let old things die. Snoke. Skywalker, the Sith, the Jedi, the Rebels, let it all die. Ray, I want you to join me. We can rule together and bring a new order to the galaxy. Don't do this, Ben. Please don't go this way. No, no, you're still holding on! Let go! Do you want to know the truth about your parents? Mm-hmm. Or have you always known? <laughs> you just hidden it away. 
You know the truth. Say it. Say it. They were nobody. They were filthy junk traders who sold you off for drinking money. The dead in a pauper's grave in the Jakku Desert. You have yeah, no look at that. Story. Nothing. You come from nothing. You're nothing. Yeah, yeah, and that, that reveal was nothing too, Kylo. Mm. So you notice there is just that low-level, <clears throat> sort of insidious First Order Kylo theme the entire time. So there really wasn't any kind of big reveal there. You see that he waits for her to make the statement of, like, there are nobody, because she went when she was on... Um, Acto, she would like she looked in the mirror and she saw herself like she couldn't see anything. She's just like they were nobody, no one, no one special, nothing, yeah. nobody. There's like a slight tremolo on the strings, like just like just a slight, slight build up, but then it just died. Well, it, it didn't even happen at the right spot. The yeah. moment where that climax is supposed to happen is when you see that realization, like when the main character of that scene makes the realization of oh, shit, he's right. That's when it's supposed to happen, and it did not happen here. So we'll have her parentage revealed in Episode 9. The yeah, do you, so, know, yeah, do here, know, do you know what I find interesting there? And that's a brilliant... I love how you've compared those two, because if you think back to, like, Empire Strikes Back in in 1980 at the time, and I remember as a six-year-old, you know, and then later thinking, Vader's lying. This is all a lie. You know what I mean? You went out the, you came out the cinema going, he must be lying. That can't be true. Like Luke's reaction, it can't be true. And then it was, you know. And obviously, in Return of the Jedi, we find out that that is true. So then, that scene with Kylo and Rey, you're saying, you know, that's not going to be true, is it? What he's saying, that's going to be, we're going to find her true lineage in Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you say that, like our empire, how those musical themes differ, and that it could be, you know, that the Vader one, he, he was telling the truth in the end, and then mm-hmm. the Kylo one, we well, we think it's going to be a lie, don't we? So yep. yeah, I get, I see what you're getting at with it. It's quite an interesting musical reference, it- isn't it? You know, and I bet if we looked back on a few other ones, like I'll, I'll I'll do some listening and see if I could pull another one or two out from some similar reveals, and maybe we could play those again, like next week. And it's like here's another example of how music defines this moment. Um, that could be that could be a cool little thing. We well, do. John Williams is a master at that. And it, I mean, I went to the funny enough, just 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 a little side issue. I went to the Dave Collins. <clears throat> um, he does like the soundtrack show podcast, and we went to. <clears throat> the episode one music one. Um, I know you two missed that one, but I went. Uh, we d- decided to do the musical, you know, and and he talks, he points things out exactly the same as you, Jim, where he looks at how John Williams uses certain themes again and again, and mm-hmm. you, you know, like he was pointing out, and it was brilliant, it absolutely, it was jaw dropping how he uses like Jabba the Hutt doesn't have a theme, but he has like certain music that they play when he's in and then it's used in the phantom menace it, it takes it under the you know under the pod race score when it comes on and it goes like and it's like that but then there's jabba's theme playing just under it mm-hmm. and when it it's points very, it subtle. Out, yeah, very subtle yeah and it's and, and then also like the um 
the band playing at the end, you know, when all the Gungans are celebrating and all stuff like that. And it's like a sort of a, we get to see Palpatine and then there's like a, an upbeat take on the sort of Sith theme, you know, the do, 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 but it's played quicker mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's meant to deceive you and to think something different. And that's, you know, that, that it was just, it's just eye opening and you just go, it's, but it's so subtle, like you're saying there with those two clips there. Um, I mean, if you get a chance to look at that um, um, panel online, it, it, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, his podcast is great about soundtracks because I obviously collect the soundtracks as well. But it's just little things like that. So John Williams is doing it deliberate, isn't he, in, in everything that you say that he's doing? Everything is deliberate because you need to have the scene have a meaning. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not enough... Yeah, I mean, you could do so much with cinematography, and obviously most of it is with the actor, actress, with like their facial expressions, their tone, the way they say the lines. But a huge key factor that a lot of people overlook is the music. Like, what's the th- what's the theme going on there? Like, mm-hmm. what are like the thematic cues that are going to be played? Like, Job of the Hut super minor theme just kind of underlaid in there during Phantom Menace, or. Mm. You know, you have Palpatine's theme, like the dark, the the, the Sith theme, sort of like just kind of interwoven in there. Like yeah. that's that's a huge. That's that's just that's a chance for like for us music geeks to have you know the opportunity to have a little bit of fun too, and like really be a part of the whole whole uh, the whole the whole thing. So well, let, let's well, break. <clears throat> Sorry, Ed, go on. Go on. Let, go let's on. let's <clears throat> for a minute here imagine the meeting between John Williams and Ryan Johnson. John Williams is like, okay, this is the scene. Like, what, what, what's going on here exactly? Is this really what it is? And then I imagine, from what's officially been told to us, Ryan mm-hmm. is, this is what he's put forth, but whatever J.J. does in 9, you know, it doesn't, you know, it could overwrite what he does, and that's fine. So I, I assume something like that is said to John Williams. So Jonathan was like, "All right, well, I'm not gonna make this a a huge like thing because a Ryan Johnson says that, and probably yep. Ryan Johnson also probably is like, don't make a giant deal about it because it might not be." Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And you're right because because John Williams has to score this whole thing. John Williams needs the story. Like he needs to know where the plot's going to go, the big plot twist, so that he can arrange something very beautiful and masterful that he's done in the past for <clears> these <throat> other great moments. Like he needs to orchestrate this whole thing and, and write it in such a way that it amplifies the the theme and the point that's trying to get across from the director and stuff like that from the story. Mm. And um, and here it was nothing. You came from nothing, yeah. and really. <clears throat> There's nothing here. Well, I think I think they had that with the prequels, didn't they? Because wasn't didn't George Lucas say that the only person he told how the prequels were going to end were John Williams? That he told him the old story of like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, like he said, he outlined it so that he could write certain things and and come back to them and stuff like that and plan the kind of soundtrack. I, don't, I mean, I don't think that's happened with these three films. I think they're probably, <clears throat> you know, making that up. But, um, cause like in the, on the, the part it kind of breaks down, it talks about Anakin's theme from the Phantom Menace and how that uses, 
classic themes but then also like completely new themes and then it's reused again further on you know in the prequels and stuff so mm. um yeah it's 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 clearly it, ma- it makes know. it makes sense because we we mm, yeah. especially as star wars fans know how much the music impacts the whole thing right yeah. like music yeah. is i mean <clears throat> i've always said in a in and i talked i love mo- like home theaters like i love setting up the the TV and the sound system and everything and I always tell everybody sound is eighty percent mm. of the movie experience. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my opinion, but that's what I believe in, and I think that's what it is. Like, it, if go seven point one, don't like five point one, go with seven point one and feel that entire experience, and it'll blow your mind. You can, yeah, you know what I mean, like. Oh, anyway, so sound is great, and then music obviously is part of that. So if John Williams knows the whole picture, mm. that that seals the deal of how amazing his soundtrack was for the prequels, especially when yeah. he, when when he knew it all to begin with. Totally, mm. but you totally. can't imagine Star Wars without. I mean, I know Lucas said it's like a silent movie, and the music just you could watch it sometimes just for the music, don't you? Just the, just the soundtrack of it. Cause it's, it's, it's phenomenal. There's nothing greater than that opening, you know, when it comes up a long time ago and the music's in a galaxy far, far away and the music starts. It's, it's, it's just spine tingling. Even now it's just unbelievable. I, I uh, love, I love the thought of him like thinking of, him, of, of the music for that Anakin Obi-Wan duel. Mm. In Revenge of the Sith, while he's doing Phantom Menace stuff, like I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he said with Duel of the Fates, wasn't it, that he yeah. had to keep using that. That was so good when he wrote the Phantom Menace. It was only supposed to be used, I think, once, but then he used it again in Attack of the Clones. You know, when Anakin's it's going to so find his mom, and then obviously it's brought back again in the in Revenge of the Sith because it's it's just. Whether that was inte- that, that that sounded like a little bit maybe accidental, but God, it's it's phenomenal, isn't it? With the choir, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I'm honestly waiting for something just as good in the current movies. I, mm. I I like what he's done with them, but I feel like it's held back. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. In to some respect, I think. Um, you know, you you get the odd thing like the race theme or something, but there's been nothing. As outstanding as that, as the, as, as a star. Yeah. There's no duel of fates from the or like the Vader theme. There's no <coughs> Imperial no. March, Imperial March, or duel of fates. There's no none of that. Or like no. Princess Leia's theme, or you know, or Battle of the Heroes. I think they're all just phenomenal. And I, well, I think I mean, like you you nailed it. Duel of fates, Imperial March, Leia's theme. Um, you also actually Ray's theme. I thought was very well done from Force Awakens. Okay. Mm, I like that. Yeah, that was very cool. So there's like little parts and pieces you can pick out from here. But uh, and I mean, it, it takes more time, more listening, more rewatching. Um, I haven't really given uh, the Last Jedi its its due diligence for myself to watch it like two thousand times. Uh, I'll get there. I'm getting there. But mm. like, I, I have there's nothing like. 
nothing uh, music-wise really like stood out as being super awesome. I mean, a few things did for sure, but um, nothing too crazy. Yeah, it was just a very just sort of ominous, ominous segue into episode nine. So yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. So let's hope we get a let's hope we get a phenomenal episode nine soundtrack, which I'm sure we will. Sure. I think we shall. So so what do you what do you think, Ed? What are you feeling right now? I spoilers. I think well, yeah. I think we'll get. I think we'll get some. I think John Williams will follow through and get get something good in episode nine. I mm. think we'll. I hope. <laughs> we will. Is this Absolutely a new hope? Better. Yeah. You know, if this is like JJ's directing, where he said he was going to do like a greatest hits, maybe the soundtrack will be easy because he'll just take samples from all the other films and mm-hmm. just, just yeah, right. Just, co- just cobble them together and I'm done with it. Just so fucking just log like... jam it with classic. <laughs> oh, man, we're already okay. So <clears throat> for the listeners, we're going to go through spoilers after the emails, just because they're, <clears throat> they're wicked rumory and spoilery, and um. That, well, we I'm don't sure. know. They're, we don't know if they're spoilers yet. They could. They're right now. They're just rumors. There's plenty of time to change yeah. everything. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking about it now because I'm thinking about the soundtrack of what it would be in nine, and some of it has to do with the, the, spoiler, the spoilers. <laughs> so let's move on to. Let's just finish up our true and false that we did for celebration. Just finish that mm-hmm. up right now. Um, oh yeah. Let's see who wins it. Let's see who wins it. This is going to be fun. All right. Here we are. Here we go. Are you keeping score? Are you keeping score? I'll keep score. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Good so man. We got James. Bye. We got Kev. And we got Ed. All right. So, first one. Ewan will be there. Oh. Obviously a false, right? <laughs> so, points go to Ed. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> shit, Jimmy. Shit, Jimmy. We're already, well, that's we're already lagging behind. We're already lagging me Yet. God damn you and McGregor. We Fuck make it. up for it. We make up for it in this next one. Liam Neeson will be there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm the only one that said true. True. <laughs> oh, so we're all tied again. So we all got one. All right. Next one. Kenobi standalone TV or movie is announced. God. The only guy that said true is Kev. Me. Kev. Yeah. Shit. So James and I get a point. Uh, all three of us will get into the episode nine panel. I'm I'm the only one that said true. <laughs> Damn it! Damn. So Kev gets a point, and James gets a point. Uh, next one. We will get a trailer and title for episode nine. Everybody said true. Easy. 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 Easy Easy. Easy peasy. Next one. James won't make it into a panel that he got into. (laughs) (laughs) James, you actually said true on this. (laughs) Kev said true. I said false some reason i i don't know why i would say false on that i feel like you wouldn't make it but anyway so i get a point i guess but, but yeah. do we know if he made it no well, I, I mean he, <laughs> he facebook lived from there 
So oh I shit! Did. He did I do it. it. Oh I shit! It. He did. That's right. Oh. It's true. There's video evidence. I was. I was. Oh shit! <laughs> let me. Let me be honest. Let me be honest. Though I had, I had no, no good reason to be there physically. <laughs> I was just a wreck. I was, I was, I was swelling. From too much salt and cheese from those deep dishes from Pisano's. Um, I was a little hungover, making a lie, a little bit of liquor. Um, didn't get a lot of sleep. Uh, really had to use the bathroom to go poop, but I couldn't. Even though I had plenty of opportunities to do it, I was just like, no, no, I'm just going to sit here and chill out. But no, nah, it was just, I had a physically, I had a miserable experience. Mentally, it was amazing. So you were like every other sweaty nerd in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Just farting, ripping farts. I was like, man, I'm so glad that nobody knows me because I am just, it's just reeking shit out of my ass right now. Sorry, folks. <laughs> That's awesome. It was just bad. All right, here's the next one. And we can, we can solidify it right here. Kev remembers the end of the Cubs game. <laughs> oh. Well, we didn't even make the end of the Cubs game. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even make it that far, did we? So I feel we're like so... I feel but like that do means you, know, you don't remember. You know if they won or lost. No. You know who won or lost. Don't Google Cubs it. Like... What, what, I'm not going to Google it, but just tell me what date it was. Do you know for uh, what, sure? What? It was it was what? Wednesday, what? the rainy one we went to. Did the Cubs win or did they lose? Yeah, they lost. You have to say 100 percent sure though. Like, do you do you know that they are you just guessing? Uh, um, <laughs> I I only know because if there's I like asked a two percent guess because they were down. No, I, I don't. No, but if you remember, I asked you the day after. Yeah, right, right, right. Because I had no idea on the night because we were. <laughs> so you didn't remember much. the end of the game. No, because <laughs> because because we, we were drinking so much. And exactly. Then, I had we just went and then I was like I don't I don't remember the end of that game and then the following day it was like who the hell you also like that? rested an entire twenty ounce like beer on a railing that was like a one inch in diameter <laughs> yeah that was that was, I was like uh, that was like, slightly stupid wasn't I it? turn and around it, and, <laughs> and there's like beer everywhere. I mean, I won't say it was stupid. It was just sort of an errant joke. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know why that happened. I, I just put it there. Like, why did it fall over? I have no idea. It just disappeared. It, it, it was. It was. Oh, hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Let me say. Right. In my defense, the balance was perfect. What I didn't take into account was the fucking massive wind factor that was there. Mm. And being in the windy city, I oh, should have yeah. taken that into account. And oh, then, that's a hurt situation. Oh, those two dudes, those two dudes that we went all over were like, oh, I thought, oh, shit. I'm, Wait, oh, you got God. it all over like two guys? I didn't it went see hit that. the floor and splashed onto them. It, oh, like, went onto, okay. So it didn't like fall onto them, but they, they were cool about it i, I apologize because it was a yeah i wasn't like massively pissed at that point but it was just i just did like stick it on there and then it was like the fucking wind took it it was like you thick twat garbage what have you done you <laughs> fucked up there and ladies and, then, and gentlemen by pissed he meant drunk not angry yes yeah, sorry yes that's the oh yeah yeah, <laughs> just had to clarify for the no, uh, no, 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 no. I was pissed. I was pissed. I was so I was pissed angry. After. I was pissed after, and I dropped my beer. And I dropped my beer on the That's floor. That's right. I, I would like, be. Let me have to take a piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
was anyway, pissed for being pissed, and then I took a piss. So the only reason, the only reason I'm advocating for what I'm saying is because I'm the only one that said false. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you remember the end of the game? He, I, I mean, he right now he did because he, yeah. But I did. I when you tell you look at this one, is it? I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't on the night because Listen, I know I didn't. We left, didn't we? When I was like, my, I think it's my on, point the of view I think on the night. Stacey did. No, it's on the night. It has to be on, on the, the no, night, then. not the next. No, night. I did on the night. No. Okay. All right. False. Heard. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Does Ed get the points? No. Yes. No. Oh, no. I re- yes, I, re- I, I do. I remember everything. I remember everything. It was it was six five, uh, third innings, fucking second down and ten or whatever. Oh, oh, look at that! Down. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just imagining those those couple of guys in front of you. They got beer on them, and then you're being like, "Oh, sorry, chaps. I, I'm." Hey, uh, I didn't mean to do, do mind. that. Do you mind? And they're like fucking dumb how Englishmen. They, I mean, how can they be angry at that? <laughs> so. I, I did. I put. I put my best Hugh Grant on right there with that. Oh, oh God, actually, you know what? I'm deeply sorry. They probably were like, "Oh, he's from England." All right, uh, we're fine here now. It's <laughs> bound to be. It's bound to be stupid and annoying. He's from England. <laughs> all right, next one. Uh, Kev will get all the autographs. That he booked. Who? No. Ooh. James yeah. said false. Kevin Ooh. B said true. Heard no, one I, for I Jimmy. I didn't, did I? What didn't you get? Riz Ahmed. Yeah, Riz Ahmed. Wait, why do I not remember this? Yeah, oh, I remember this. I even remember this. Why? What happened? We were drinking a lot. He cancelled. I got an email to say he cancelled. Again? This is the second time in a row. I know. What a dick. He cancelled. He had cancelled his appearance completely at Celebration, so I'd, I'd booked it. So can <clears> I now <throat> officially call him Jizz Ahmed? Oh, you, no. <laughs> well, I, I could think of far worse. Cuck-sucking Ahmed. He's like... Wow. He's just, That's two, yeah. two times in a row he's cancelled. Well, I mean, in Orlando, he was there, but then he went early. So by the time I got there, my appointment, he'd gone home, so he was there. But this one, I pre-booked it, but then he didn't show at all. He didn't do, excuse me, he didn't do any signing. So, no, I didn't get that one. I didn't get the... Damn. Man, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Wow. Anyways. So, current tally, James and me are tied with five. Kev's got three. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next, next question. Next one. Ed is going to forget podcasting equipment at home. Ooh. You didn't, did you? I don't or did you? think I did. I don't think you did either. We had some technical difficulties, but that was just on site. Yeah, because everything we bought, I did not have. Exactly. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Correct. Ah, okay. So those leads that you went to get, Jimmy, were? Those were something we needed ah, that we figured out so, that we needed because okay. we hadn't done this setup before. <clears throat> yeah. We got you. And we still need to improve on it because our sound sucked. But anyway, um, <laughs> guess what? Kev, you get the point. Her, oh. James and, and me and I. Coming back, boys. Watching my way back. Come back. Alright, Ed comes home with three or more Funko Pops. Damn. Sizzle. Damn. Did you get you didn't get any? I didn't get any. 
Not a one. Zero, God, Kev. God damn that. I God came home with a Hasbro lot of Landos. <laughs> I came home with a lot of Landos, but no Funkos. Um, yeah, right. James said came false. With, with all the Landos. So James got a point. Uh, Kev said it's true. So he does not get a point. And Ed, Ed says true. Oh, Jimmy running away with it. Heard. So James Ooh. and I are still tied. You're not running away with it. <laughs> I feel like I am. Uh, let's see. Next one. James gets a hat. And you didn't, did you? I didn't. And you said false. It feels like you're kind of cheating here. But no, sorry. no. Dude, I was really into it, and I just <laughs> couldn't find one that worked. Lids wasn't there, or New Era wasn't there. Like exactly. They were in Orlando. They were in Orlando, but not there in Chicago. Right, because I was probably going to get that Rogue One hat again. Yeah, that, that's the one you saw there, the, wasn't it? Yeah, get the flex fit or get it fitted, mm-hmm. whatever. But all they had was the goddamn snap. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> Kevin and I both said true, so we do not get a point. So James is in the lead now. Oh, with seven. Jimmy running away with it. Yes. Buy those. So, next one. Get a scruffy interview with someone. We did. Oh, yeah, I we fucked, did. I fucked up on this one. I, I'm the only one that said false. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. Doesn't right. believe in us. And well, actually, you were the reason why I got it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, I think I was on this. I was leaning towards a celebrity, but this is she's like, we interviewed. Oh. Go ahead. Tell, tell the listeners. We, we interviewed Rattle and Burn. Um, that's uh, Vanya Yoon. She is a uh, super popular. Uh, cosplayer and costume designer from I think she's in New York somewhere and um, she's uh, notably popular for her Lord of the Rings elf costumes as well as her Grand Admiral Thrawn and General Hux cosplay outfits so she'll sew custom order uniforms for people to use for cosplay and stuff like that and I met her at Celebration Orlando and this time we saw her again. I was like, I gotta get her an interview with her because she's just super cool. And uh, we did, thanks yep. to Ed. Ed thanks spotted her. Ed and Ed was just like, "Dude, do it." And I'm just like, "Ah, oh, you don't know." I'm like so nervous about this, which That's is kind of weird. You, said, you, know? though. you were like, um, "No, she's going that way with a friend or something." I can't remember what you said. Well, she was busy like doing something. I didn't want to interrupt it, and yeah, I was like, yeah. All right. "I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want to like lurk. I'm gonna lurk around here, like, <laughs> just like this dude with this fucking matching T-shirt with this other dude." I don't know. Yeah, but well, also, well, you're, you're you're like uh, you had some valid excuses. Like, I'll get it like tomorrow or something. And I was like, I was also, you're not going to fucking a- see her again. Do it right no, now. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And I didn't see her again. Like mentally, I was in a different place at the time. If you know what I'm saying. But uh, I pulled it together, sober face, and made it work. Yep, you did. It was a great interview as well. I liked it. Was it. A great interview. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. I could have asked some more questions. I could have been less rushed about it. But you know, one step at a time, boys. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. Yeah. Kev is gonna have and like a deep dish pizza. <gasps> mm. Holy shit, Kev! Did you like it? You did have it. Uh, what what was my what was my answer? Uh, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, oh, you could see what I was doing there, didn't you? You I saw mean, I think, where I was going. With I it. think we we all enjoyed it because it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, considering we went right. every day, twice a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, 
Yeah. What can we have? Deep pan pizza. Deep pan pizza. The so the only the only one that said false was James. Was yeah, because I'm an asshole. <laughs> there was. I mean, let's be fair, boys. There was no way I wasn't going to like them. No way. We got a tight game going, boys. We got a tight one. We got James with eight, me with seven, Kev with six. Any I, any any man's game. How many, any how many questions game? are left? I will tell left? you there are four. And I will tell you I don't I don't think I, I I haven't read them yet, but I don't okay. think I did well on them. So Kev, you have a chance. Alright. They are going to ch- announce Mark Hamill as a photo slash autograph opportunity. Oof. I think I got that one wrong. Because they didn't. Yeah, that's right. They did not. And James is the only one that said true. So, Kevin Ed, uh, get a point. That ties us up. Tied, and one behind the leader. That's 878. Eight. James I'm Ed, Kev leader. 7, Ed 8. So, Kev's making his way back. All right, here we go. Yep. Next one. Uh, John Boyega uh, comes up for a photo slash autograph. We all said false, which is correct, so I'm not going to add points. Yeah. Next one. Pedro Pascal will be there. And he was. Fuck! I fucked up on that. (laughs) I think I said false because everybody said true. But anyway. So, James gets a point. You? Kev gets a point. Ed does not get a point. Kev, we're tied. We're tied, dude. We're tied, dude. This is it. It's close. Oh. Okay. Let him go. Stay on the last leader. one. An autograph from a big celebrity for no for no cost. Walking around nope. will be offered. <gasps> will be offered. So that's we a, didn't get. So one, we did were it? thinking like a JJ no. or whatever. Yeah, but th- they did do them, didn't they? But we didn't get one. Right. Some of the um, some yeah, of the people like in Donald line. Faison, Moynihan, they were walking around. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. No, but some people got Oscar Isaac, didn't they? Oscar yep. Isaac, John Boyega, J.J. Abrams, because they went round the floor briefly, oh, didn't they? So, shit. Shit. so is that true? Fuck. No, but we didn't get one, did we? No, but nope. it, we. the thing says offered. So technically it was offered. It did exist. It did happen. We it just weren't happen. there for it. So James- I, thought, I thought the question was, will we get an, inter- an autograph? Well, uh, I would like that. Well, but it well, doesn't yeah, say but that. In, in the, <laughs> the spirit of the game and the question, it the question say stays, that. the event happened, and it did, whether or not we were there. So, so. James wins that one. Kevin and I put false. James, oh. James wins it, the whole thing, with 10 points. Oh. Kevin Ed, really tie for second with eight. Oh. Yep. Jimmy with a win. Heard, Jimmy has a Good work, Jimmy. little beer on that one. Time for me. To go get a beer. Mmm. Here we go. <laughs> There's the beer. Ten percent. Little ten percent Allagash barrel and bean. It's a triple Belgian triple. Blended with some speckled axe coffee, which is some local coffee brew here in Portland, Maine. Love it. Because Portland's amazing. Yep. James. Is that what? Is that what you were drinking last week? Last week, where was I? Last week, here on this podcast with us, with Johnny, you were drinking. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I was like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> wait, what? Wait, 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 what? Yeah, I you think drinking home brew last week. Was that yeah. what I was drinking last week? I think you were, yeah, because yeah, you were telling me afterwards. You were me after the podcast. Well, can like, I say it again? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just because I didn't remember. <laughs> Blacked out. Uh, yeah, so I'm drinking it again. Um, so, finishing up our celebration talk, I wanted to thank the many, 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 many people we met. A lot of them are podcasters. A lot of them are avid listeners uh, and really, really nice people. They lived, they lived, they stayed, a lot of them stayed below us in what we call Echo Base, which is the house we had right near Wrigley Field. Um, a lot of them are part of the Making Star Wars Network, uh, other podcasts like Canto Byte Dispatch, uh, The Bad Motivators, uh, Will Communication. Fuck, I'm probably missing some, god damn it. And oh, I apologize. Sithless, yes, Sithless. And we, we're going to have Araj on soon because I've talked to Araj and he wants to come on. So All right. that'll be good. Um, and then others will be on. Chris Hall will be on again. Uh, Graham wants to be on again. Graham, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, obviously, Josh will be on again because he's a regular. He's pretty much a scruffy host. At this point. Josh was super cool. Yeah. He was like a fucking uh, cool so motherfucker. Thank you to Josh. Thank you to Dallas. Dallas was from the Bad Motivators. He was on. Yeah, that was cool. He made an yeah. appearance. I call it an appearance because he disappeared. Uh, Chris <laughs> Hall, obviously. Uh, Rashad. He was on from World Communication. And Justin. Same. World Communication. Justin Rodriguez. Awesome fellas. Uh, Mike Goodart. Mike Goodart. Yep. Mike. Rebecca O'Hanlon. Um from creepy the creepy podcast yeah I think it's just yeah. creepy yeah it's her and uh, emily lund right that do it no 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 no. she's with she's with jesse oh she's she was yeah i'm sorry I uh, that Oz's, gr- uh, I think Oz's girlfriend yeah they're engaged i think they're engaged yeah okay um and uh tim dunlap a listener mike g we just mentioned mike condon man we gotta have him on he's yeah, it was uh, cool. Yeah, he, really he cool. lives. On, he lives on the same street as my buddy Mike. Really? Yes. That's he a lot lives of, four that's four like buildings away from him on Seventeenth <laughs> Street. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that's a couple mics on the same street. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Right? And it's funny. My Condon said he had like the little small dog that's always yipping all the time. And I talked to my buddy Mike, other Mike, and he's just, oh yeah, I fucking hate that dog. <laughs> <laughs> That was a weird conversation when you two were talking about that. It was it great. Was like, we're both I was like, like listening to you two. And wait, I was are you like, sure that's Mike Condon or Mike Pappas? No, Mike no, Mike Condon. Okay, because Pappas also has a yippy dog and lives in uh, Queens or yeah, Queens. Queen, yeah. No, this is this is yeah. Condon lives in Prospect Park. Oh, okay. Um, or mm. Park Slope rather. But um, yeah, yeah. Also, Claire Stribling, she's cool. Yeah, Colleen. Right? Actually, yeah, you know what? Cool. I say he has a yippy dog. I haven't actually heard. Jackson Bark, Mike Pappas. I mean, he he told me he's uh, it's really annoying or whatever, so I just take him (laughs) at his word. I've actually never heard this dog bark. But yes, Claire Stribling from uh, Chicago. We will have her on soon. Hopefully, I need to talk to her again and solidify that. Uh, We have Eric Strothers from the Bad Motivators. Amazing dude. Does the sound for Steel. Does a lot of work for Steel. Uh, 
Great dude. Same with Bad Motivators, Luke Cruiser. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Jo- Josh Chapman from Star Wars Spelt Out. Remember those red hats? Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was they cool. cool. They were cool. They were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that. Uh, let's see. Who else? Rusty. Rusty. He just turned 21. Rusty. Though. Guys. Oh, wow. That Don't sucks Rusty. That he, he was on. 21 he was after on celebration. Yeah. He just turned 21, and he will be 21 in Anaheim next year. Kev. Happy birthday, Rusty. Welcome to the old man's world. You are officially an old man now. 21. Legal. We got to get that. Is it, it's 20, 21's the legal age in America, isn't it? It's 18 here. Is it 21 to drink over there? Then? Yeah, 21. Fuck. Mm-hmm. See, he could have been drinking for three years if he lived in England. Yep. <laughs> True story. We got to get him drunk. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will be. Uh, sure Andy he... Campbell. Remember him? Australian? Yeah, I remember Andy. He's oh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's his podcast is That Geek Pod. Or it's at That Geek Pod is on Twitter. And it's called That did, Geek Pod. Did you mention our uh, boy Davis Strutt? Not yet. Oh well, the Londoner, yeah, yeah. the London Knight, boy David Strutt. What do you call that, Londoner, Londonite? A Londoner. He's a Londoner. He's a qu- Have you not heard the song? Man. Have you not heard the Queens, song? Man. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner that mm. I love London town. Do you like my Cockney accent there? Not as good as Dave's, obviously. <laughs> but that's my Cockney. He's the one that was hey. like, "Oh yeah, I know your accent." Like talking to yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah. I know where I you're know from. Exactly where I was from. I'm like, I've got a, "Fuck you! I've not got an accent, boy." He's like, "You have." I'm like, "Shit, I have." Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Everybody it. does that in England. You go, "I know where you're from. You're from the Midlands. You're from Nottingham." You're, fuck. I did right, Cockney. Bloody hell. But yeah, uh, Catherine also uh, is with. Andy from That Geek Pod. Uh, I met her as well, just to seal up that. And uh, Turbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys from Bro Axiom. Anthony Bresnikin, obviously. The guy from EW, Entertainment Weekly. I had a lengthy chat with him. Surprisingly. That guy knows his, knows I must have been. I must have, oh. I must have been drunk. <laughs> Do you remember that yeah, when I went over was, to him and just yeah, it was a steel, it was a steel night when we were all yeah, blooded. Yeah. So and yeah. I just walked over to him and just talked Thanks. to him for like a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember what I talked about with him. Not really. Uh, so Steel also amazing dude. He Steel Saunders brings everybody together. Mm. Right? Mm. We wouldn't Plus, know yeah. half these people without Steel. Or True more. story. Uh, and then obviously the making Star Wars guys, Haas from Blue Harvest. We mentioned yeah. Pappas already. Iraj, Carlos and Les from Sith List. Jason Ward, Johnny, Johnny G, Johnny, Johnny. We just had him on. We, amazing, amazing people. Amazing. Uh, Emily Lind. She did the fanfic. Great. She's from Cantobite Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Really, really nice gal. Uh, we mentioned Claire already, and then Carlos. Did you mention Carlos? You mentioned him. Yep, from the Sith. Yep. A B A B. Aaron, uh, jointly with Aaron, we booked the rooms in that house for Echo Base. 
Nice. Nice. So that's Aaron Boyd. <clears throat> uh, I'm probably missing people, and I feel really bad if I am. Hey, if, oh, there was the guy. There was the Tim. Tim. It was the guy. Tim, the photographer guy who took. He got with the Mandalorian posters. Tim. Dun, I don't Tim know his Dunlap. name. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned it. I mentioned it. He was called. Cool, really cool yeah. Dude. Sorry. Agreed. Yeah. Great Agreed. guy. Yeah. 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 He got me. Thanks for the heads up, dude. He got me two Mandalorian posters for free. He was like, "Come follow me. Follow me." Oh, you should have like, given oh. me one. Dick. Yeah, do it. Fuck you, man. What do you That's need mine. two for? <laughs> Asshole. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was like, I specifically said to him, "Don't tell Ed. Don't tell Ed." And then I'll take pictures when I'm home and go, "Look at my cool stuff that I, I got for two. free while I was there." <laughs> I put one between my legs and one between my arms, and I I've wiped my back side with sleeping. one of them. Just do, uh, just, <laughs> just, just to annoy you, you. Just because I can. And it stops Ed getting one. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, Art was there. Uh, who else? Justin. Justin. Yeah, we mentioned yeah. Justin. I shared. I shared some really awesome sour Allagash beer with them, and it was Ooh, awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I forced it upon them a little bit on the second one. They drink this. I'm not flying home with this. Drink it. Drink it. They look like they like it. I think the first one was more of a hit, the Resurgum. Um, but yeah, if we missed anybody, huge apologies. Um, Send us a note. We'll have you on as a guest. Yeah, seriously. If we missed you, we will have you on. I mean, if they want to. It's like, why the fuck would I want to go? You don't remember my name. That's true. <laughs> and, this is and then we say, you know what? Just leave us a bad review on iTunes. Like, yeah. Go fuck one, off. One star. <laughs> One star. They suck. We're yeah. so they sorry. Suck. You know what? Just leave us a bad review. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We're unapologetic here in the Scruffy Looking Podcast. We do what we want. That's right. That's right. Oh, <clears throat> Patrick. Fucking Patrick. <gasps> Patrick. Yeah, yeah, we didn't bon. meet him late, did we? No. Mr. Yeah, yeah. Bon Frisco. We met him like oh. the latter end of it. What a dude. Well, yeah. well, we still want him on again. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please don't leave us a bad view. <laughs> he, he looked hard for your veers, man. I know, man. No, it was good. <clears throat> I appreciate it. And I got it. And then we had beers for veers. I paid the fucking veers one. I was like the one I paid the most money for, I feel like. Mm, yeah. Worth it. Is it opened? I wish you had it to bring to sign. What's his name to sign oh. it? Oh, Julian Glover. Julian Glover? Oh, yeah. For him to tell me to go fuck off on that, too? Nah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Christ! That cut cut yeah, in the no, middle no, of I think a I'll sign this. this is plastic, cheap plastic. I haven't signed these things. <laughs> go fuck off. I'm going to leave that little bit off. <laughs> I'm going to leave off that last bit there. Christ, I was just having a drink there. Yeah, that was that was brilliant. I was with you at that time, Jimmy. He's like, can you sign that to Jimmy Dice? He's like, yeah, I'm just going to leave that last bit off right there. Like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, what oh. the fuck? I'm just giving you 50 bucks, you fucking asshole. Uh, no, fine? I think it was like 60. Was it? Oh, and he wouldn't it's, even write that on it. Wouldn't even write that. I was like, listen, man. <laughs> I'm giving you money so you can keep affording that old man medication you're taking. At least you could do it as right. Jimmy Dyson, the goddamn thing. But you know what? I'm not bitter about it. I'm not bitter about it. He's just a twat. But you're bitter about it. Not bitter about it. Just like moderately bitter. 
which isn't like full bitter. We're right, gonna be talking about this in years. Let's but... let's let's go to emails. Yeah, let's let's do, go to emails. Let's we need to change some emails. We only have a couple. Uh, let me see here. What do we got? One's a voicemail. Um, you want to do that first? Yeah, sure. Heard. It's from our boy, our boy, Josh. Fucking Josh. All right, That's fucking Josh. I love fucking he Josh. Says, Sorry. So, uh, spoiler alert, because it <gasps> might be about Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, we're going to, yeah, this is the Game of Thrones segment now. We're going to talk about the Battle of Winterfell. So, if you don't want to listen to this hour and 15 minute <clears throat> Actually, garbage, let me, episode, let me look at, let me look at the next email just to be sure. All right. The next email is from Graham. Uh, he says, a question for you all. How long is an acceptable time to mourn the fact that celebration is still over any any regrets mm, i'd have to say any an acceptable time to more i mean i definitely felt it like a lot more initially at orlando because that was like my very first experience with this ever ever having gone to any kind of convention before in my life um and that was really that was really tough and we have just met you kev we have met uh, Gemma and Stefan and Liam and um, Liam and Claire, Claire yep. and we like spent overnight together and like had those moments which were really cool and that was real tough for me to like let go of but we all stayed in touch you know and everything but uh, and here again it was also like fuck like it's rough that we gotta leave but then it's just like we'll just see each other again at the next one and it's not like we haven't kept in touch with Claire and Liam you know over the, over the year and stuff like that and Claire, both Claire and Liam, Liam have called into the show and uh, wrote us a couple emails and stuff like that. So we all stay in touch. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a goodbye. It's just a temporary farewell. Ooh, yeah, I, the, only, the only huh. thing I regret is, like, some of the panels, actually, that you went to, Kev. Because <laughs> I didn't go to any panel. You know, if I said, you know what I regret? Going to Set those panels. Pa- that would be a little... <laughs> That would be hilarious. <laughs> I, I went to the Phantom Menace one, and that was it. I, I witnessed other ones at the Star Wars show stage, you know, like the live stage Ooh. in the front or uh, in the main area there. But uh, the one I regret missing out on the ones you went to, Kev, with the Doug Chang or the music one with uh, – what's his name? What? Dave Collins. Dave, Dave yeah. Collins. Oh, I would have loved that. Why did I, I just? I think I went home and slept or something. Like, what was I doing? Yeah, we were hungover and tired and exhausted and hungover. Um, and hungover. And hungover. That and point hungover. wasn't across. Uh, that I would. I would say that's a regret I had too. I didn't make it to any of the minor panels that I kind of wanted to go to. I was just too. I was just too fascinated by the just I love the exhibition floor. I love just wandering around aimlessly through there looking at people buying shit. Like I said, you're on the ring of Kafreen there. Not rings. I fucked that up. Um <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoy just walking up and down all the all the corridors and seeing the people and all that stuff. Seeing the people. Yeah. That was really cool. But yeah, that's my regret. What about you, Kev? Yeah, same. I, I didn't I think to, you know, the morning thing, you just, I think you just carry it with you all the time. Like you said, it's not goodbye, is it? You'll see him again next year. You'll just, you know, pick up where you left off. And um, But regrets, I think I agree with maybe some of the panels 
we didn't I mean I only went to the main stage once you know I kind of missed the Fallen Order panel and little things like that but I don't I don't know if it's a regret because it was kind of because we would what we were doing at the time made made up for it mm. do you get what I mean with that you know because we were very true very true yeah. you know so you, you can look back on it and go oh, I wish I'd have gone to that panel and I should have done that but you know we were just doing a podcast and going around and meeting people and so I don't really you know regret anything I mean not from the celebration I'd like to see more of Chicago mm. um, yeah. to be honest uh, from my point of view coming that far and I didn't get to see the city as much but you know yeah, uh, so that's so, what I Graham, Graham is more did I say who sent this email? Graham yeah yeah, yeah Graham. Like I feel like I I didn't, but anyway, it's Graham Simpson. Um, Thanks for the email, Graham. Also from the UK, he has more to say, but it gets into the Game of Thrones. Also, so we'll 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 end with him again after Josh's voicemail. How about that? All right, Sounds good. All right, this voicemail is entitled "Poop." So wait, are we transitioning Game of Thrones right now? Yes. All right, so folks, just so you know, if you haven't seen the Battle at Winterfell, tune out. Leave us a good review on iTunes. Or if you don't care. (laughs) Or if you don't care, whatever. But we are talking spoilers about the longest-running episode of Game of Thrones to date. So you've been warned. Ed, hit it. All right, here we go. Here's Josh. What is up, scruffy-looking podcasters? It's your boy, Josh, here. Holy shit. Uh, This weekend has been emotional and draining, and it's because of Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones. And I gotta tell you, I feel like I need a long, hot shower and a vacation after all of that. Um... But, uh, yeah, and I haven't been listening to as many podcasts, so I'm a little bit out of the loop as far as Star Wars is concerned and Star Wars news. Um, I did pre-order Jedi Fallen Order, um, which I did on a whim. I saw nice. it pop up in my origin, um, on my origin client, and I was like, oh, my God, I can pre-order this? Fucking sweet! So I did that. Um, and I've been just concentrating on, you know, ordering some of my Stormtrooper stuff for my kit and just getting all that stuff squared away. Um, but I wanted to get, I guess, I know it's not Star Wars related, but um, I want to get your opinions on what each of you thought of Avengers Endgame or Game of Thrones. Either either one. Either the latest episode or Avengers Endgame. Either one. Just your general thoughts. All righty. You guys take care and have a good one. All right. So James and I have not seen Endgame yet. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen I can it. spoil it. I'm going to see it probably within the next seven days. James, can we see it Saturday <clears throat> night? This Saturday night? Uh, no. Or afternoon? I'm, I'm no. talking around the May 4th thing. Boys, boys, yeah, boys, yeah. boys, 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 you don't need to... Yeah, Kev's just going to tell us, so it's all right. Yeah. Well, Elena is Elena has the Polar Bear Triathlon on Saturday that I'll be at, so that's going to be... My Saturday's already pretty jam-packed. 
Oh, what about? Uh, anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll talk about it. Um, yeah, we'll talk about so, it. So, James, what did you think of the Game of Thrones Winterfell Battle Winterfell episode? I mean, there's a lot of things that went on here. Um, I think uh, we've been waiting for this to happen, uh, as you all know. Um, yep. As you all know, the uh, the Night King's dead. Arya killed him, yeah. which is which is really cool. That was awesome. I'm surprised that Jon Snow didn't land the blow, but Jon Snow's sort of been the attention whore for all of this, so it's nice to mix it up and show it that it's true, truly like uh, there isn't a main character, like everyone's a main character kind of thing. Um, I was surprised that, uh, again... Didn't see any ghost at all. We saw mm-hmm. the goat. We saw the dog fucking running into it with the Dothraki after they were all slaughtered. But the dragons probably, con- or this that one instance of ghost probably consumed the entire CGI budget of the episode. <laughs> so that's uh, that's why we only saw little bits of him. I, we we had to turn off all the lights in our room in order to watch this move to watch this episode. It was so dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was really, really surprised that. I mean, I, I get it, the effect they're trying no, to go for, but um. Oh, sorry, Kev. Oh yeah, yeah we here. got you, you're Kev. Here. We got you, buddy. No, it's um, okay. I mean, yeah, uh, inter- I'm on the phone at the minute because the internet's just decided to fucking reset itself. So I'm just rebooting. It'll be on in a sec. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, when you join in, ju- we'll be talking. So just like, like bleed in seamlessly. <laughs> we'll do. No worries. Just like you're doing. Just yep. like I'm doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> So I was really surprised about how I mean a lot of people giving this movie this this episode grief not a, not a, not enough characters die but I mean Sir Jorah Mormont is gone uh Ed maybe Lord commander maybe. of, Threat he didn't of fully die did he He's fucking dead. Uh, I guess he did uh, like make the death stare. If he didn't die, I would be upset. Uh, Lady Mormont is dead after she killed a uh, White Walker giant, which was awesome. Epic. Um, Ed is dead, yeah. the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. I mean, I guess the, the Night's Watch really is sort of a moot point right now because, you know, the White Walkers are here. So right. it makes sense killing him off. Ser Jorah slash Lord Friendzone to Danny. Um, he died doing what he loved to do and is fighting for Daenerys. Um, that was, that was dead. Theon Greyjoy. He's gone mm-hmm. after Bran just told him, was like, Hey man, thank you. You're a good man. Now kill yourself. It's <laughs> pretty much how that whole interaction went. Um, I mean, Theon basically is like, I'm surrounded by like hundreds of these dudes right there there's no way i'm making out of it with this friggin spear so you might as well just go at the guy i personally would have tried to throw it like a javelin instead of just running at him in a straight line because the night king did what any person would have done step out of the way <laughs> and break the spear <laughs> break the spear and then stab they on with it i mean whatever but the man showed balls when yes, the man had none he, does you know? he still have them that's yeah, a good question. You never really know. <laughs> we know he doesn't have his cock, his appendage, but yes. the balls might still be there for some reason. Could maybe? Who knows? But uh, yeah, that was that was a little bit weird. Um, the scenes in the crypt, 
uh, I felt like, as many other people apparently felt like online, that Sansa and Tyrion were entering the suicide pact once all of the dead Starks were coming alive. Which, okay, this is bullshit. You mean to tell me that those tombs in the crypt are like paper thin? That this several hundred year old skeleton that could probably just disintegrate if you just blew air on it could punch its way through this concrete thing yeah. and all of a sudden start killing people? I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I thought that was bullshit. So, so Johnny Grasso brought this up. Were you disappointed yep. not seeing. Uh, <clears throat> Were you disappointed not seeing? Hey, there you go. Were you disappointed not seeing Ned Stark headless, like running at them? Uh, how how could he run at him? He's headless. <laughs> He's undead. I was. I mean, I was kind of hoping for like Ned Stark's head just to start talking. You know what I mean? Like yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really fun. All right. Um. Also. What the hell was Bran doing with the ravens? All right. Okay, cool. The ravens are flying around. And, oh, yeah. He tells Sans, I'm going to go away for a while. Okay. Uh, while everyone's dying, Bran's just chilling there in his wheelchair, not breaking a sweat. And then he uh, wargs into the flock of ravens, and he's cruising around, and they spot the Night King cruising around in the super blacked out wintry sky. But. What do the ravens do? Nothing. Like, couldn't... I, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, that whole thing was just kind of pointless. I don't know. Anyways, someone else take it from me, and I'll keep interjecting at this point. But, like, Ed, what, what did you think about this movie? Uh, nope. Episode. Episode. Uh, I mean, it should be. It should be. It's, it's basically a movie. It's a TV movie, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. an hour, hour and a half plus, right? Um, yeah, that's that great. It ended, I'm not going to lie, it ended and I was elated. I was, that was, that was really, really good. Yeah. You know? And uh, I think a lot of it had to do with Arya's finish move. You know, and I I was, I was, Arya, I read the first (coughs) book only. That's the only book I read was the first book. And as I was reading it, I just kept being like, I want to get back to Arya. This is like my favorite character. Like, why am I? I don't want to read about like Thursday or whoever else. It's boring shit. <laughs> I want to go back to Arya and her sword training and all that shit. Uh, so when, when this ended and she's just like flying at the Night King and comes at him and does the fucking Ray move. Hey, yeah, the yeah, Ray move. Maybe. But it, it like makes more sense in this than in the move in the Last Jedi. Mm. Technically, if you mm-hmm. really want. <laughs> anyway, uh, she drops it, kills him. Awesome. I was like beyond happy about that. I was not surprised though. You know, like. I, and it's not it's not a bad thing because I wanted it and like I would have rather had her kill the Night King than anybody else. Yep. Did you suspect that she would? Yes. Did you? Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, James? Did you, James? I thought it would be. I, I mean, I was hoping for more of a showdown between Jon Snow and the Night King. I mean, they basically played dick tag with each other in the sky above Winterfell for the entire time. 
Mm. I was yeah. kind of a little surprised that it was Arya at the. I'll be honest. I was a little bit surprised with it. Really? Um, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I wasn't only how, she had the, that weapon how the made. episode was going because they kept her kind of at Winterfell. I thought, you know, I kind of thought, but there was, I mean, there was kind of the hint when she said um, to the Red Queen, "When I've got to go somewhere, and your story's not finished." And then, and I kind of thought then at that point, but as the episode was playing out, I didn't think she was going to. I will hold my hands up. I didn't. Um, yeah. So obviously, I- I, I was a little disappointed in the whole weapon she had commissioned from Padre. Pod, what's the name? Gendry. Sorry, I get mixed up. Padre. Wow, that's a mix. I get mixed up between the two. <laughs> Obviously, the two just plain normal-looking humans. Count me as a non-Game of Thrones fan, I guess. No, um, <clears throat> I was disappointed that that weapon really had no impact on the story and i thought it would yeah i mean she was super badass with it i mean she is a ninja you know what i mean like she was slaying she was slaying walkers left and right but maybe that was like the whole thing with melisandre coming in and the hound protecting her and beric dandarian fulfilling his destiny to save Arya's life so that Arya could kill the night king like Arya now realizing like I'm not supposed to be here just being a foot soldier killing these walkers. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned Bar- you mentioned Beric Dondarrion, and I love his voice. So don't get I like. I just I want like him his- to read to me every night. He's <laughs> got a little right. bedtime story. Oh, his, voice yeah, yeah, yeah. his voice is the Lord of Light will show us the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, were you so? Couple points. There was a lot of hallway chasing in it, and I literally, during my, this is my first watch of the episode, while I'm watching it, I literally thought, this is a, like, a lot of hallway chasing. Like, they don't need all this. Like, we get the idea, all right? Like, they're, they're just running from shit. Like, let's get more, like, grander views of how epically shitty this is this is right now not like yeah. these in <laughs> in these little hallways running from like 10 walkers or whatever and point 2 cuz we're talking about Barrick did you mm-hmm. not think he died when he put his hands up on the hallway there like on the walls and like, like feet a crucifix. out yeah, I thought yeah. He was dead and there. he's blocking I he was dead right there. like yeah. 10 walkers from coming through and then suddenly he's with them again in that safe room, and then dying in there. That obviously that because he outran them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, suddenly I can run again, and like after I'm like blocking the hallway and getting stabbed in the back ten times. I don't like that threw me off. So like I was, that was also part of my like the hallway thing, just like well, thrown off. And the thing is, that was the perfect moment for him to go because when he made it into the other room with the hound. Arya, and then come to find out Lady Melisandre, he died without saying a word. He didn't even say anything! So like, He's like, yeah. why not the just, Why not just have him die there, yeah. blocking the hallway? Like, that would have been the, the, the visual, yeah. like, the, the, the cinematography of that was really well done. Like, they could have done, like, a slow back out of that being like, yep, this is why he's here. Yeah. Even Boom. the way... Yeah, I, even I the, thought he had died at that point. Yeah, yeah. It, well, they, even, they the way they, they, yeah. even the way they did it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like like uh 
I would have preferred maybe seeing more swords going through him or whatever, you know, while he's in that, like, holding the hallway. Um, but just leave it at that. It's, it's almost like they're like, oh, well, we got to make sure the viewers know he dies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, so we'll, well, we'll kinda, have him go they, into they this room with in them. in the old episode, though, didn't they? Because there was kind of one of the things that I find at the start. I mean, I know it took criticism for the darkness of it. I don't know if you missed it because obviously I had to cut off at the minute. But, like, I thought they did quite a good job pinpointing where everybody was at one point so you kind of knew what was going on the one thing that i had an issue with with a lot of it and i don't know if you kind of noticed it there was there were quite a lot of people being saved at the last moment by something when you thought they're gonna die and then somebody would come and and save them or something Uh, i think there was one with uh, brienne and there was one with um i think some other characters they did that about three or four times and i'm like you keep doing that kind of Oh, they're going to die. Oh, no, they've been saved. Oh, they're going to die. Oh, no, they've been saved. And um, Yeah, Game of Thrones has turned into a superhero movie, not Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, it's, it's turned into Endgame. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, but there, I, I genuinely thought the same as you had. I loved it. I was kind of thinking, if, I may watch it, I will watch it again and sort of see yeah, what I think. The, I more, I, the some, more I think about hmm. it, I think about, like, I think... It's probably because I podcast about Star Wars, and I'm a Star Wars fan. But Ooh. the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, fuck. The execution I mean, could, I lo- could I have been way better. It, you know, with the, yeah, you know, with the Dothraki horde at the start and all the... the oh, yeah, uh, Melisandre lit all the... All the and then oh, she yeah, lit that, that, was, that looked so good. And, you know, I'm a, you know, and... Um, that, that set I think it someone, up. That set it up so well. I was like, this hmm. is going to be a, an amazing fucking episode after yeah that. and then all they all winked out and they all died it was so yeah. good was i liked it like that was that was yeah. great that was just one of those like holy fuck all the dothraki just died maybe except for like what a dozen of them yeah <laughs> like, that, that cool shot one thing when they went, you just saw the fu- the flames go into the darkness and then all of a sudden they just kind of went out and you were like oh fuck this is yeah. gonna be like huge now sort of thing i mean i i did i was surprised that no major kind of character went if you know what i mean i know we had a couple of people go which i don't know if you mentioned and spoiled yeah but that's, I, no no think, no yeah that we haven't that's part of what i don't like about it too like mm, every, no, there yeah, was yeah. no surprising mm. death <clears throat> and the episode did make a point of them going Oh, they're still alive. They're still alive. They're still alive. Don't worry, everybody. You know, and we, we kind of yeah. had Sansa and um, Tyrion in the. You know, and you kind of thought maybe one of these is going to go now, and this is going to be a big, you know, finale with this. And then they never went through on that, which may be deliberate because they may be saving that for something else. Right. Um, right. But it did feel, you know, once again, all these Night King theories going around and. Basically, they've just gone. Fuck you! We've killed him. <laughs> that was just- yeah. I, I, I would. I will be honestly annoyed if this whole season ends, and the, they don't answer who he was, or even why Bran did his Oof. like. I'm leaving for the whole episode, uh, and leave it to like a standalone. I will be very annoyed, <laughs> very annoyed, but I will watch the shit out of it. <laughs> oh yeah like i mean give one. me content yeah give me content to consume yeah. i won't be fucking annoyed but 
I will watch it and fucking rewatch it and rewatch it. So I have a question. Can we go to the scene real quick where Lady Melisandre makes her appearance and Sir Davos is on the wall and he's like, what the fuck? Mm. So by the time that like Lady Melisandre like casually walks into Winterfell, doesn't it seem like Sir Davos is going through like 18 different hallways and steps up and down just to get to her? I can't remember that. I can't remember being you, when, it, when you when yeah, you rewatch it. Take, yeah, take yeah, a look because yeah. it's it's kind of fun, it's kind of humorous. Actually, it's like, hold on, I'll be right there. <laughs> and, he's, and he's got his hand on the sword hilt like the entire time. Yeah, the entire time. Like, I'm going to kill this person, even though she's probably here to help us. I'm still going to kill her. I'm like, see, that's the kind of shit that I would expect here. Like that betrayal, that like human emotion getting in the way. That's like. You're here to save the day, but I'm going to make it ten times more difficult for us because I can't let my personal feelings get out of the way. Because I'm yeah. five floors below you or above you, and I can't. Yeah, let me run all the way around here and come down the stairs, up these stairs, down these stairs, through this stairwell. Like, I, oh my god in heaven. Uh, yeah, and I just I just want to know what the end of the episode, what the fuck Bran's doing, because that guy did fuck all, didn't he? <laughs> he, was like, he really just, did nothing. <laughs> I don't know if you talked about that when I got cut off, but like, holy shit, I was like going, he's going to do something in a minute. And then um, just sat in that chair and did fuck all, set them ravens flying <laughs> off. And that was like, come on, dude, so do something. All right. so, <laughs> no, I, I mean, powerful moments, even with Jamie and Brienne, nothing. Mm, right. They were just there. They, just they were just mocked. there. In, in, exactly. And you look, at, you look at their scenes and it looks like they're going to die. Like they're not. Like any normal person would would die in that situation. There's like ten fucking whites around them. Yeah, in every scene they're cornered. Every time it transitions, they're cornered. Back to a but that's wall. A, yeah, yeah. Back to the wall. There's like ten people coming in. Like the moments where John is on the ground and the Night King raises like everyone around him. That was weird. The, wasn't the it? cutaway has like fifty people around him in a tight circle. And then it comes back to it later, and he's, like, retreating up a hill. I was like, ah, you're not that good. Come on. Right, right. It doesn't make sense, but whatever. One one thing you what? you pointed out, Ed, before before we started the show, is there were a lot of the uh, quintessential cliche moments of right when that sword's about to strike down a main character, another main character's there to save the day. Yeah, that, that, that's what I said. That definitely yeah. annoyed yeah, yeah, me about it. Somebody, that happens yeah, so yeah. often with the, 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 the you know... And it was like, I mean, like the Jon Snow one as well. When, like, like you said, when when the Night King raised the dead around him, and it was like, seemed to be loads of them, sort of thing. And then all of a sudden, the dragon comes, and you're going like, it didn't seem to care that that fire was so hot. It was like, it's not like, yeah, red hot around there or something. Is that what yeah. the fire is? And and James, it's it's not like it's a main character about to get killed, and then a lesser main character. I say lesser. I feel Ooh. bad. People think it's just a main some character. other. Yeah, a lesser yeah. main character saves the day and then ends up dying. And you're like, okay, but this Meth- is, but but guys, this is Game of Thrones. The red wedding happened in this series. People fucking yeah. die that you attach to. Oh my god, that was epic. That you know was what? Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know what? That didn't happen this episode. Are we still well, watching it- Game of Thrones? Or are we watching a hero movie? We'll see. Super here's 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 what. Yeah, but makes... there's still three to go, Ed. 
<laughs> there are, but and yeah. and I hope I'm sure we'll get. I I mean I hope we get that. But see, here's the reason why this episode didn't have the effect of Red Wedding, regardless of characters dying or not. They're fighting this. They're fighting the ultimate bad guy. They're they're fighting. You can't you can't hate them. They're just they're the bad guy. Whereas you hated the phrase and you hated the Boltons after the mm-hmm. Red Wedding. Like you wanted to see them all just get owned and killed because they were humans. They were characters with their own character development and their own story arcs. Here is just a bunch of mindless dudes with swords and knives and everything else. Like th- there's no, there's no, you don't, re- you know, you hate the Night King, but you only know the Night King. And how can you? really hate the Night King because he's just like I'm just going to walk up and kill everybody and take my sweet ass time doing it well, that's that why, had that feeling didn't it well that's why you hate him um, yeah. my, my problem with what you say is I agree with you they are the ultimate enemy right mm. the undead so my problem with how this series is going how it appears right now we don't know how it ends up being but from the beginning, the ultimate hidden enemy, ultimate enemy, however you want to word it, is the undead and the Night King. From mm. the very first episode. Yeah. Yeah, opening that's, scene. That's how that's what you've been worried about in the very back of your mind since the very, 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 very beginning. It's not Cersei. Ooh. It's not who's on the Iron Throne or fighting for the Iron Throne. It's mm. the fucking undead coming from the north. So now that this battle has happened and it appears that the Night King's dead, mm-hmm. what do you have left to do that's going to be as epic? Nothing. It wouldn't have right? been. Yeah. Like, okay, let's go fight Cersei. Like, who gives a yeah. shit now? Like, no, no, but the right now, is, there's extreme satisfaction that's waiting for people now because people want to see Cersei get hers. You know what I mean? Yes, but... I mean, I've been with it from the beginning, and I still think, I still think, they should have put the Night King above Cersei. Like, I think they should have put, I think they should have dealt with Cersei first, and then had the, and then in that battle or uh, confrontation, then deal with the Night King. Yeah, come yeah. to terms with each other, and then dealt with the Night King. That. Was my that in my head would have turned out better. Instead, it's like coming out reverse, and it's it's bothering me. I get that because then this battle would have been at the end of it, wouldn't it? This could have sort of finished it, and you'd you'd been building up to the fact that this was the end battle. Because even the Hound makes a hint to it, doesn't he, in this episode of like you can't fight the dead, you can't win or something. So right. he's kind of given up again, hasn't he? As he you know has done before, kind of thing, and it's like. Yeah, how do you defeat that clearly? And I was genuinely surprised, obviously, with the Night King. I didn't think the Night King would be in this episode, to be fair. I kind of thought, mm. well, I thought he'd be in it, but not, you know, he'd divert somewhere else or something, or he'd, he'd certainly survive it. Right, he escapes <clears> and gets another army. Yeah, 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 or just do something like that, you know. And we've kind of had the, we've been snoked, haven't we, again? Like the snoke surprise of, like, they've killed him. <laughs> the, yeah, think, we got we got snoked. We got snoked, boys, and it's like shit. So, like Ed says, we're with three episodes to go. What are they building to now? Is it the Cersei thing, which you kind of think would be a slightly anticlimactic? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you're, we're gonna now 
go south and fight humans. Mm. You know, like it's like it's maybe that's why they kept everybody alive from this battle. Then, so that now it's going to be who gets the throne of like it's going to be the battle yeah. for that now uh, because clearly they didn't kill any of the main players, did they? In this, of oh. you know, so that may be where they're kind of heading now. I mean, I suspect that then maybe the next episode or maybe the next two will be kind of like the first two again, maybe a little bit slower. Um, you know, they can't. And then building up to the final episode. There's what, three <clears throat> episodes left? Three yeah. left, isn't there? Yeah. It's just, it's I, just I, weird to me. Like, like, like you're ending, this is the final season, and you're you're putting what could be the last episode as the third episode of six. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. I obviously can't make a full judgment because we should wait till it all fold, unfolds. Mm-hmm. But it's currently, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I would, I would say this about Game of Thrones. Like geographically, I don't think there's any other way to do this. You can't fight Cersei first because everyone is in the north. The Night King is in the north, right on their doorstep. You can't just go south take care of everything in King's Landing, then come back. Like, it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. otherwise, they would have to basically evacuate the <clears> North, <throat> bring all the Northerners south, kill Cersei, and then all of everybody fight there. But it's almost like they're not, you know, they're not going to leave their homes. They're not going to fight fight this great enemy on some other foreign soil. Like, they want to fight it from their, they're going to fight it in the North. So, I, I I feel like it's the only way for it to happen. And the next three episodes, next episode will be the build-up, both sides. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's second, the to la- second to last episode is going to be the battle, and then the last episode is just the wrap-up. Hmm. Bittersweet. Yep, that, that's kind of what I thought I took away from this, of like, that's the way they want to go now, isn't it? That's, um, you know, because, you know, Cersei's been quiet this season so far, isn't it? It's clearly heading... That way now, isn't it? That's the way they're going to go now. I, I just think Cersei, like, to a lot of people, can be the ultimate bad guy. But I think to many people, more than you probably think, a lot of people like her. Like, I think I think she plays both sides in mm. in the show. Like, like, like you can yeah. like her and you can not like her. She leans a little bit, maybe more towards not liking her, but. There are times when you like her, and, right? And that's not who you want to end this entire season, entire series on as the ultimate enemy. I thought the Night King would be that. Like I thought it would be Cersei you're dealing with, and then the Night King. It'd make more sense to me, but you know I'm not the writer, and I'm. <clears throat> but, I'm but I'm thinking emotional attachments, though. You know, like emotional attachment of. People are way more invested in these characters than they are in the Night King and the White Walkers. I mean, this is the most screen time the Night King and his cutter have had the entire series. Like we've been, we've grown up through seven seven seasons of this this politics of Game of Thrones with Cersei, the Mount, and Euron, and all this other shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's all that that's been going on there. Well, the series is about that, isn't it? who's going to take the throne. And so yeah, it, I think that's what they're throne. doing, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, all this political battle that we've had from season after season, and I get them. Ed's right. Cause you do think the ultimate thing was going to be, the, you know, 
the Night King and the White Walkers and stuff. But I do think now it's, it, the main plot and the main story is who's going to end up on the throne, isn't it? Who's it going to be? Yeah. I mean, so that's, that's what the they're going to end. Yeah, that's what they're yeah. going to end with, isn't it? That's where they're going. So yeah, and uh, it is called Game of Thrones, and that's where the flaw in my thinking is but I can't help but think that the main enemy has always been the Night King from the very beginning and the the same thing has happened with The Walking Dead to me I don't know if you guys follow The Walking Dead. I stopped following it three seasons. I stopped following it three. Yeah, I stopped. Yeah. yeah. Um, because of this, because it's the same thing. Like, like I was, I was enthralled and in, and focused on finding why people were turning und- undead, and that's where it was going overall. But then they started getting distracted by governors and you know finding these little communities of humans and dealing with humans instead of undead and the undead are just on the side and now the undead is like the side yeah yeah the the biggest threat now turns into a side dish yeah yeah and 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 that threw me off and i'm done i left it like i was like yeah i I wanted to find out what caused all this and try and cure it that's what i was at so i'm feeling a slightly similar thing with this where the whole time i've been focused on the night king and like who he is and why why he happened and why what what's gonna happen when they invade and now it's happened and it seems like they defeated them in the third episode of six in the last season and it's like wait what yeah well i mean they do they do a bit of backstory in season like four, five, when Bran finally gets to the Three-Eyed Raven, and he meets the Children of the Forest, and they tell him it's like the Children of the Forest created the Night King and created the White Walkers to ki- to fight men because the men were killing all the weirwood trees and shit like that. And there's that episode in the scene where, um, uh, Lord Senteca, what's his actor's name? Um, Max von Sydow. Yeah, Max von Sydow. And Bran, like, they walk back in time to see um, the children of the forest, like, stab this human with dragon glass. And he's got the blue eyes and he becomes the Night King. And then they realize, oh, shit, we've created this bad guy that's going to kill us someday. Bides his time over thousands of years or whatever. And here's, here is finishing it off. So they do they do somewhat of a backstory on like how the Night King was created. I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot here, but it, what's what's Graham's uh, second question? What's Graham's Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, question? yeah, yeah. So let's go back to Graham's email because he started out talking Star Wars Celebration. So his second two thirds is, I'm in shock. Shock. <laughs> You're right, Kev. Okay. And that's and that's yeah. it. <laughs> All right. I'm in shock about yeah, the end. <laughs> about Game of Thrones right now. So now I dread as to what I'll feel when I see Avengers tomorrow and then need to scale scale those feelings by a thousand for when the rise of Skywalker ends. 2019 is going to suck. Avengers and Game of Thrones and the Skywalker Saga all True. end this year. Can it's a we big year. 
Can we turn this podcast into a Colin therapy session? <laughs> I feel I'll need a hug by Christmas. Not from Kev, though. His wandering hands, etc. Oh, he wants me to hug him, really. He's lying. He's I love lying. Hands the devil's work. <laughs> My busy hands. <laughs> Miss you guys, Graham. Look, look at it like it's going to suck. Look at it that like it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Look at it that way. Let's look at the positive. It's a good ending. Yeah. I mean, this is this is Game of Thrones is uh all, everything aside. Game of Thrones is the TV series of our lifetime, like mm-hmm. our generation. This is the the series that everyone's going to be talking about for the next 20 years. Ooh. Guaranteed. When's he seeing Avengers then? I'm just going to say seeing that this weekend, tomorrow. tomorrow, something like that. When you when you two going? Oh, I don't know. I think we're seeing it next Wednesday. Mm. So I won't. I am not going to do spoilers for that. No. Hey, I, just, I don't care. You can talk about it. No, 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 no. I am not. I'm not going to do spoilers. We'll wait for till that. yeah. We'll wait till we see. We'll, we'll do that. And discuss that. What's it? But I saw it at the weekend, and yeah. it's it is epic. It's amazing. It's and emotional. Safe. And very safe, yes. <laughs> that's what safe I zone. But it, that doesn't mean I, I didn't love it. I loved it. I did think it was great, but it, it didn't surprise me. But then again, I, I don't think it was ever going to. Because what they do and how they turn it around, I kind of thought, yeah. And then what happens to certain people, I kind of thought, yeah, that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's fantastic. But it, it's not anything that we haven't seen. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, it's nothing new, and it's nothing that we haven't seen before. And a lot of the the battles, kind of what we've seen, and sounds like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Are we still talking about Game of Thrones? Oh. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's going to be epic this year, boys. What's wrong? Come on, we get to see. This finale is going to be epic. <laughs> People are going to die, and that we didn't expect. Oh wait. Anyway, it's um, all going to be epic. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of wraps it up for our Game of Thrones segment of the Scruffy-looking podcasters. Yep. Thank you all for joining us on this really crazy fucking mental ride. And, uh, I mean, we're just going to have to see what happens in the store next week. Maybe we have a Game of Thrones segment after the next, for the next three episodes. <laughs> while we figure out. We will. We will. I want to have a Raj on. A Raj from the Sith list. He'll, he'll have some stuff to say. Let's let's get him on within the next three episodes. Let's let's talk a little bit of Game of Thrones here. You can put us so in folks, place. Yeah, yeah. Send, so, folks, don't forget to send us in some emails. Scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook, slash Scruffypodcasters. Ed, turn on some Fog Cutters music for us, and uh, we'll put it till next time. Next week, favorite episode 6969. Heard. <laughs> get ready for a doozy. Yeah, and may the force of others be with you all. Cheerio, everyone. This party's over.